Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to today's SL Man podcast. I'm Georgie Corridge-Cole, Sherlock's founder and CEO. And I'm joined today by Heather Steele, Sherlock's managing lifestyle editor. And two ex-rugby players. Welcome George Cruz and Dominic Day. George has over 14 years of experience as a professional rugby player, winning three European titles and four premiership trophies for Saracens, achieving over 45 caps for England during two World Cups and a British and Irish Lions tour. Dom was a professional rugby player also for 14 years. He played in the 2015 Rugby World Cup for Wales and has over 250 top flight games to his name. His long career has taken him around the globe to places including Australia, Japan, and finishing his career as a proud member of Saracens. Together, the pair started CBD brand 4-5 in 2018. And we're going to talk more about 4-5 a bit later, but in essence, it helps people lead healthier, happier lives through the power of CBD and vitamin supplements using really high quality plant extracts and ingredients. We're going to come on to 4-5 later. I'm genuinely a big fan and I've taken your hydration tablets this morning after I worked out. So Perfect. You look glowing. I'm feeling very hydrated. Yesterday, <laughs> um, although, oof. Can you talk to us both about, I mean, Heather is, is the rugby fan. Yeah. I'm more the rugby fan, I'd say. My dad, he's Scottish, actually, oh, I'm afraid to say. Hey, we won on Saturday, which doesn't always happen. Yeah. So that was good. But I did watch the England game as well. Basically, if England aren't playing Scotland, I'm an England fan. But yeah. I also went to uni in Cardiff, so I've got a soft spot for Wales oh, well, as well. Yeah. So I'm kind of covering all well, the bases Well, all is here. okay, that is <laughs> really Well, my rugby knowledge extends to the All Blacks. My father lived in Hong Kong when I grew up. And nice. so we used to go to the Sevens. I chose to support the All Blacks. I think well, there was a guy called Dallas Seymour. Do you remember him? Goodness he was no, no, we're, we're getting trumped on rugby knowledge. Yeah, and we used to chant something about Dallas getting his kit off. Oh, wow. I did briefly meet Joe Nalomu. I say meet. I mean, that's... Walk past you. I think I went and said hello. Anyway, tell us what was life like as a professional rugby player and how did you get into rugby? What were your path? George, mm. let's start with you. How did you become a professional rugby player? Is it in the family? Yeah. Are you an all-rounder? Are you... Probably a not a traditional route, maybe. I think a lot of people might go like academies and do all those sort of things. But essentially, my brother started playing rugby when I was younger. I got jealous of what, you know, the accolades he was getting. As you do with, I've got two brothers, so quite a, a boisterous family. And you get a bit competitive, really. I probably took it a bit too far and ended up in playing pro rugby for, for 14 years. So, At what age did you realise you were good? Yeah, probably at like 19. So I, got, I managed to get a, a contract, I'd say quite luckily, and then kind of grew into it off there. But I, I was pretty crap when I was younger, not going to lie. So 19? Yeah, quite late. Quite and are, late. You, are you having extra rugby and stuff, or are you just playing at school until you're 19? I was playing lots of rugby, but it wasn't like, I wouldn't say it was, it was more social, you know? So I was doing a lot of like club rugby on a Saturday and then school rugby on a Sunday or vice versa. Uh, so I'd put in a lot of minutes, but it was all social rugby, to be honest. Okay. So at 19, you got a contract yeah, with... With Saracens, and then basically stayed there until I went for Japan last year for a year. 
And can you just run us through your rugby career? Give us the sort of condensed version. School, Saracens for 14 years and then Japan for one year. I'd say very like step loaded. So I was like... So uh, what do you mean Japan for one year? I went to Japan last you played year. played for Japan. I played in, in a club. In Japan for a club. <laughs> so you play... Is that mad? I mean... Yeah. Wow, is, is that, I mean, that must be, I mean, you've been, haven't you? To Japan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You did an amazing But I mean, like, the culture there is so different, right, from it's, what yeah. I hear. The Japanese I mean? love to party. That's yeah. the whole thing. They go, if anything, too hard on the booze after a very long full day at work, yeah. I'd say. Is that true? Yeah, they, they're, they're called, like, salarymen a lot of, like, the stereotype is a salaryman who work extremely hard in the day and then get really, really drunk in the evening. And, yeah. like, kind of everyone forgets about it there's no everyone's too polite to like remind someone like if Don yeah. got incredibly drunk and was passed out on the street you'd take a photo of him and you remind him about the next day but they are very much you know nothing's happened straight back into work what goes into a season tour yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. glad to hear it okay so you did a year in Japan where do the lines come in essentially uh, quite step loaded so I'd have done like the I played like a, an LV Cup game, which would be like an FA Cup game in, in football. And then I played Premiership, and then I played European, then I managed to play England, and then Lions. So it was quite like linear, quite a standard process, i say. Playing for your country is obviously a huge deal. You know, with your family there, the, the crowds, the national anthem, it's a privileged position. Mm. So how long was your rugby career? 14 years, so from 2008 to, well, last, that's about five months ago. So you're 33? 32, yeah. 32. He's only 32. I know, yeah, mate. I look 40, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to pre-empt the joke that Dom's, Dom's going to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went right yeah. out of yourself. Exactly, yeah. um, Dom, what about, what about you? So you're you're 27? Yes, yeah. 27 <laughs> plus 10. I think everyone expects us to be like, yeah, I wanted to be a rugby player since, since I was born. Mm. But growing up, I grew up near the seaside. I surfed and skated and I didn't start playing rugby till I was 16. Only in like school PE lessons, just like passing about. But I only That's started nice. playing because basically at 16 years old, I wanted to get drunk with my friends. Mm. Which So you took up rugby? So yeah. I took up rugby. Side, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then my PE teacher was like, you are tall. You should be a rugby player. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that was it really. Back then, it was it definitely wasn't um, as professional as they are now at a young age. So I just got taken into academies and it all kind of went from there. No one ever asked me if I wanted to be a rugby player. Well, you said you wanted yeah. to go to that. Just like, you're Welsh, you clearly yeah. want yeah, to yeah. play rugby. <laughs> so you're Welsh at all, right yeah, off exactly. you go. <laughs> yeah, so that just kind of played in Wales for six years went to bath which was beautiful was my dad's a bath fan oh, as well he? so oh, there we go oh. he was very excited it's well that just, both you know of this you is your dream day yeah. Yeah. it yeah. is he's like they're all playing for other like the big teams yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. yeah not yeah. doing well at the moment which that, that was that was interesting for me being i mean george loves to say i'm from the valleys i'm not quite from the valleys <laughs> Uh, which is nothing wrong with being from the yeah. Valleys either. Exactly, yeah. I can't um, detect the Valleys accent. No, no. <laughs> do you say uh, toothbrush? Give him a pop. I do say toothbrush, yeah. My mm. wife says... Do you say property ping? Property ping, Do you yeah. know what a property ping is? Pass- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's pop- That's a microwave in Welsh. Pop- <laughs> do you know what jellyfish is? A jellyfish is pus cod wibbly wobbly. <laughs> uh, you're having me on now. This is I mean, that is a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah, These yeah. property ping rolls off the tongue. Yeah, yeah. property ping. Anyway, just yeah. there you go. All the lingo. Yeah, that ends up in Bath then, with, which was quite different to living in Wales because everyone was very, very posh. Mm. Bath's lovely. It was beautiful. Yeah, I loved it. It was, it, was, it was a brilliant four years. So you played full Bath for four years? Yeah. And then 
We played um, against each other a few times. Yeah. I was going to ask about yeah. that. Yeah, do yeah. you remember before you sort of came together at Saracens mm. playing together yes. against each other? Against sorry. each other, yes. Don't punch me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that allowed? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. No, well, no. Did you get red cards in? No, that, no, that was in the bar after. Did you like each other? Were you pals then before Saracens? I think there was a healthy respect, but he did punch me on the field, so there was always a, a grudge, you know? So, so the, oh. the first time I came across George outside of, of the rugby environment. I went on holiday to Croatia with some friends. <laughs> Get out. No, come on. This and didn't George, happen. This George is... happened to be in the same area. And, and um, I was like, oh, it's George. I really respect that guy. Like, you know, I really hope I can be a really player he like he is. I was like, I'd love to go and talk to him. So a few drinks. I went over and he completely blamped me. That completely is simply not true. That's not, that's not in my like, nature to do like, that. He's like, who, who are you? Uh, <laughs> this is spice. That's all spice. There's so much tax on that. It's a joke. Really? Well, yeah. What's your version of events then? I thought he was a waiter, so I asked him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm no, I said hi to him. I was wearing, you were wearing a boot or I was wearing a boot? You were in a boot, yeah. I was in a boot. Uh, oh, yeah. A boot, as in not just like wearing boots. Yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd hit his ankles. Oh, okay. He's wearing like oh, a, I see. Like I a see. cast, like a moon boot, you know. Yeah, I do. Yeah, what I love that you can remember who it was because clearly that happened a lot. In Croatia, oh, yeah. Yeah. in Croatia, you were in the boot. I was in the boot. Yeah, yeah. it's not a great looking Croatia, is it? No, it's, no. <laughs> peacock in mine. Bad time. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the sympathy vote. Yeah. Oh, this old thing. <laughs> So, anyway, you, that was the start of a friendship. Bit of a love-hate no. relationship. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, really? He loved yeah, me, I hate him. Yeah. I, I then went away to Japan as well. I played in Japan. I played in Melbourne for a year. And then I signed, we signed for the same team in England for Saracens. Saracens. Oh, Saracens, yeah. right, right. And I cleaned his boots for three years. <laughs> that's that so, so we, we played the same. <laughs> we played the same position, so George was... You were uh, on the bench polishing his I was, boots? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was okay. yeah, which is absolutely fine. <laughs> Well, it's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna have a one way round, <laughs> isn't it? And just so you Saracens and then Japan. Well, you weren't in Japan at the same time. weren't in Japan at the same time, no. And is that a, is that a like rite of passage then for English players? Or Welsh, players. Or Welsh sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, there's still only a handful of players that have done it. A lot of Kiwis, a lot of Saffers, Australians. They'll go up to Japan um, and take it as a bit like a sabbatical year and then come back down. Is it well paid? Well paid, good experience. Mm. A, lot, a short season a as short well. short season, a lot lighter in your body, so allowed me to do a bit more business as well. Yeah. A lot shorter season. But also just, like, I grew up south of London, lived north of London. Yeah, it's something so different. Mm. And I, 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 keep, I always sound like a Japanese tourist board here. I'd, I'd fully recommend to get out there. It's a proper, <laughs> yeah, proper yeah, yeah. experience. You've got the same, Dom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was amazing, yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's when you get off the plane, it's like you're in, in a different <laughs> so planet. First yeah, thing yeah. you'll First see is you walk out and there'll be 30 people just holding a sign saying, like, go this way, and there's only one way to go. <laughs> Did you feel really, like, chilled out? Because I did when mm. I was there, because everyone is just so polite and respectful mm. yeah, all the yeah. time. You do get into this sort of zen mindset, really, because everyone mm. is truly sort of, yeah. I'm surprised it's so fun, though, because, you know, you do think it's all so well-ordered. Yeah. And... yeah, it is, but, the, you know... When, That's the you thing. You know, when, when the sun goes down, it does get a bit fruity. As long as it doesn't hit the media, it's all right. Yeah. yeah. And why only a year in Japan? I, I signed for one and I actually stayed for two. But like, yeah, I had to get back and... I have retired early, like I'm 32. I could do it for another three or four years. But business-wise, we're going all right, so... Was it a brilliant time of your career? Did you just love it? Did you... Were you pinching yourselves that, God, this is what we get to do every day? Is mm. it a great lifestyle? Is it tough? Tell our listeners what, it, what is it like <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it's, being it's, a pro rugby player. It is tough, but 
you get to go to work every day and like be with your mates. Yeah. And that's 50 like, of them. I guess having retired now, I, pr- I definitely appreciate it a lot more. You know, you go through school, you're with your mates, and then we mm. managed to go into rugby where we probably should have really have grown up a bit more yeah. in that time. But we're in that environment where you just with like yeah. a bunch of your mates just doing stuff that you like. You're spoon fed big time. Like every like you go in, there'll be your nutrition supplements in mm. front of you with your name on them. There'll be a program with your name on. You've got a physio who you know time slot will put you in. There'll be food. You got have breakfast. Everything's laid out. You go. You know, shower up all your towels, everything laid out for you. And they wash, and they, they wash you as well. They wash. Oh, do they? Dom and they stroke you. They stroke you on the head, and they say it's all gonna be okay. Yeah, you go to shower. Dom's there. He washes you. <laughs> Cleans your boots. Yeah. Yeah. Gives you a cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just super. Everything's laid out. It's it's like an extended version of school. And I think you Did go, you go the, every day. You say you go in. Mm. Do yeah. you go every? What is it? Five days. I mean, you play on Saturday. Yeah, like if you got Saturday to Saturday game, you'd probably go in four days a week. You might come in for another for like physio recovery bits. But it's it's not like in season. It's all about staying fit, staying like healthy and sort of energetic, and not like don't get injured type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and how does the size of a rugby player versus your speed yeah. impact you? We're not quick. <laughs> <You're> not- <laughs> like, so is it about size and strength? Over speed and like, uh, is that the? Mm. I'm trying to think. Well, of, I think like, it depends on position. Does exactly it? that. Right. So it's like there's there's um, a position for all different sizes. So like, obviously mm. we're like. But what were you two? Tall fellas. So we play second row. We played second row. So you're in the scrum. In the, in the scrum. scrum. Yeah. And so I guess the name of the company is Four Five. So we were. Uh, I thought that I had that question written yeah. down, but I was oh, like, sorry. I bet that no, 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 no. It's, it's better to <laughs> add it in organically. I but I was right like, I bet that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, the guys in front of us were shorter, wider Swider. guys. Usually, the better looking guys yeah, out the back, strong correlation, <laughs> <who are> faster, <laughs> yeah. more ripped. Yeah. What's the correlation? Which, right, more ripped. Yeah. More yeah. ripped. Yeah. More ripped, faster. Usually, more yeah. skillful. They're the guys who basically have to dodge people like us, and we're the guys who maybe have to try and run over people like them. Not run over, like yeah. carry over. Yeah. You know, not a car park like that. I've got him. I've got him. <laughs> Did you have any like precarious moments, injuries? Yeah, I mean, like. Are you I've had, broken had, as a result? We, we've I've had eight operations. Had injuries, yeah. You've had, I've had like, what, seven, six or seven operations. On, yeah. on like, waist down? Both had a cheekbone, done my wrists, knees, yeah. shoulders, three knees, ankles, backs. Back is the one that. Definitely yeah. gets you the most now. Mm, it's got like perforated discs. So yeah. like, I mean, you've had a lot more epidurals than me. Yeah. I've had a few epidurals, but like, it's just one of those things that like, you yeah. can't fix it. So you got to try and stay on top of it all the time. Yeah. So even now, like, is it like labour? They read you something that says you may never walk again, just as they're yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah, Remind yourself how many people have them every day in the world, and they after think, the eighth time you go, nah, you're joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. But what's the like recovery time like? Is it quite not depressing? That's the wrong word, but I can imagine it's quite tough. Like when you yeah. can't get out there and do anything, and you're just sort of not waiting around because I guess there's still physio and stuff. But it must be tough. Yeah, it is. That's probably the darkest thing about professional Mm. sport is, first of all, you can get injured and effectively not play again any day of the week. Mm. Yeah. In training, it doesn't even have to be in one of the big games, does it? It happens in training, like, all the time. Lads get injured, uh, do the ACLs in training. Like, an ACL is the big knee ligament, and that will put you out for nine months, up to a year. As soon as you do that... My my, another brother just had... um, 
just had that up. Yeah. And do you still get paid as you would normally if you're injured? It's not like they're like, oh, you're not playing the big games, so you're sort of A good club will pay you throughout. Um, There'll be contracts. Yeah. They might reduce it by half a a third or something. Sorry, the big risk off the Mm. back of that is, like, if you're not playing for nine Mm. months and you cut your, your full contracts up, you can struggle to find a club. Yeah. So, that so is really it's also the yeah. timing of the injuries. You've got yeah. a three-year contract. You get one at the start, then you'll probably be okay. But yeah, like, like who's going to? What's pick the longest up? you had off? About six months, I think. Six it's a long time. time. What for a cruise ship or something? A shoulder for me. Yeah, I've had eight, which are basically three or four months at a time. So wow, it's quite not like you. Yeah, I was lucky that we didn't do a, an ACL or something. That is, is such. I mean, and oh. the rehab for that is like mundane stuff, and you're doing it all day. Yeah, and it's incredibly oh, hard, and like swimming. you're not. Yeah, that sort of stuff, but like leg holds, all these sort of boring bits, which are, and you don't get to say it with your friends. Like, yeah, you know, it's all like you, you're watching in the distance. You're kind of, yeah, sure. you know, that person who comes in and laughs at a joke, which she doesn't really hear most of it. You're like that person the whole time. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, you had to be there. Yeah, you had to be there. Exactly, you had to be there. Piss off. Yeah, and guys are really sympathetic in moments like that. They are, yeah. So I dislocated my finger once, and it was like off on an angle like that. And this was in training. And I was like, at the side of the field, like, oh, that hurts a bit. And you get like, Mako, you get a load of players being like, oh, what are you doing? Get back on. I was like, oh, mate, I've just put a finger. It was like that. And about 10 of them roll on the floor laughing. And, and, <laughs> like, you know, I was just thinking, if I did, if like, I don't know, one of uh, Kersey, I had a brand in office, did that, dislocated a finger, and like, me and Dom was like, wow. <laughs> you, you would never yeah. be able to do that. Like, it wouldn't she'd be, leave. Yeah, she'd, she'd, leave. She'd, she'd probably leave. And, she's uh, nodding. I, it's a yes. Yeah. <laughs> is there mental support in those moments? Is it mm. is it more softly, softly these days? Because I put men are more in touch with their feelings and, and, you know, more sensitive than they were. But I can totally see that. Dude, man, the fuck up, get back yeah, on yeah, the pitch. Yeah. Mm. Finger. Yeah. But you're then off for however long. Is there support? There is, yeah, the, the, and a huge change, really, 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 especially from probably when we started. And to you can see that. Big time, yeah. And I think, like, a lot of it is driven because, uh, obviously, like, a club or a business will always want the best, mm. you know, because mm. they're paying people, they want the best, I think. So I think the biggest, like, change in the last like, 10 years, a lot of it has been, like, how physically big you can get. I think. What, the, they don't want you to get that physically? No, as in, like, the improvements maybe in 10 years before were physical, you know, you've got GPSs, you're tracking everything, you're right. weights lifting. I think now the biggest like the biggest improvements you can get from athletes and people in business and so on is like how you can look after that mental side yeah, of them. Yeah, um, yeah, you can sure. you can build a player up for 10 years and you can lose them in yeah, two months exactly. if, if they don't like, you know, if they feel, they don't feel worthy, they don't feel, you know, they, they succumb to pressure and all that sort of stuff. So Does that happen much in rugby? It does, yeah. You see mm. people lose their heads. You do. And uh, definitely more and more now, I think. Like people are a lot more aware. But yeah, they've they've got some good programs in place, like the RPA, RPA, the Rugby Players Association. They're doing some good things. There is good programs, but it's one of those things you can always do more. Mm. Uh, and I think we were lucky to be part of a club, Saracens, which like really pride itself on good culture, helping players off field. You know, if people had family issues or whatever, that you know, they'd, it'd be like the forefront of everything. They'd make sure that they're sorted for. They got for Saracens, yeah. yeah. Mm. And tell us, what's your rugby career highlight? <laughs> What's the coolest thing you did, moment, mm. yeah. game? For me, it was travelling and playing abroad. Like, it was obviously like playing for Wales was great. I didn't get anywhere near as many caps as George, but like, I made the decision to go and travel and see the world, live in Japan, live in Australia, and 
using rugby as a vehicle to mm. do that really because a lot of players just stay at the same club mm. or in yeah, England or in Wales for the whole careers and I was just like sod that I want to experience get out things. the valleys yeah. didn't you <laughs> <laughs> the valleys yeah I made it up thank goodness George I'd echo that really like the ability to go to say a, a tournament a world cup in Japan or wherever it is and have like 30 or 40 of your friends and family come out, see you play, but also like you can see they're getting a benefit that they would never have got if you know if you didn't go and, and yeah, do those sort of things. Close. Yeah, yeah. Your son or your, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about the money? It's not football, right? Mm. Hell for no way. No. <laughs> is it well paid? I'd say it'd be well paid. Like there is like a danger element to it. Like you need you need to be paid enough for it to make sense. I think a lot of players towards their end of their career will go, right, I've got a figure and if it's not over that then it's not worth breaking bones mm. and all those sort of things so that there is that side of it I think it's an honest wage for what we do what's the average wage so 120 in the premiership I think it? an average 120 a year yeah an average premiership player would be I think maybe about one yeah 120 an average international might be 250 and then you'd get international money as well so it might be sort of four or five hundred and then a top one might be it's, it's, it's like any sport though it's like you've yeah. got the top one percent mm. who'd be in in double or triple that like you know yeah. golfers tennis players football's a bit different because there's a volume of people in in huge money but like yeah. in you're, rugby you're, there is people yeah. in big money but like it's enough to live a very nice lifestyle but then bang it's cut off in then 10 it stops. years mm. yeah. yeah when I rang my brother and said <laughs> so how we've been introduced to 4-5 yeah. my brother works for be military fit and you're doing some stuff with him which is great I hear I said tell me tell me some juicy secrets sadly I interviewed Jamie Lang and got the same asked him the same question and he, I, I got a story about Jamie's streaking across the pitch at the game <laughs> <laughs> he said they were really smart and sort of forward thinking is that the right word about what was going to happen next and that you've you really, you know, you didn't wait until you were cut off. You mm. kind of, you you had your plan. The love, hate, I'm guessing we're past the hate now. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's all love. Yeah, it's all, yeah. It's all love. Bruce. It's all a bit too uh, much love. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> very close. Um, how did you come together in terms of, you know, your next career and mm. and how long ago did you start working on it? What point did you come up with Full Five? Yep. Did you do any sponsorship or anything before that? Yeah, look, I think... How does it work? Because someone said it's like, capped and you're, it's yeah, quite no, hard I, for rugby players. I think what he's getting at probably was a salary cap. And that's like uh, a club saying, uh, as a group of players, uh, you can't pay them more than this. Uh, in terms of commercial stuff, you're allowed to do you know whatever you want. Right. But yeah, I think the, the salary cap is was something which kind of pinned... A, you know, it, it puts a, a ceiling on your actual salary that you can earn, but I, you know, it's, it's there's nothing... Too, too bad in that. So, how did 4-5 come about? Well, as we were talking about injuries, we were injured, and we were talking about what 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 happens when you're injured and where's your mindset at. Like, we were we were both injured at the same time. 2018, was it? 2018, 2018 yeah, January. We just kind of stumbled across... We were looking for something just to help us recover, right? Because you do the same thing every time you're injured. It's just like physio. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ice bars. Gym. Like the and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> ice bath, brutal. And CBD had just been made legal in sport because it was banned up, mm-hmm. up until 2018. So we had a little chat and we gave it a go and we just saw really great benefits really in terms of like recovery, sleep and the time it took us to get back out and pitch. So Who suggested mm. CBD? Dom. What you Have you just been research? reading well, up about yeah. it? So, so our, <laughs> our personalities are a little bit different, right? <laughs> I yeah, will jump sort of headfirst into anything and give it a go, whereas George is a little more reluctant. So I just I'll see if he sink or swim, and then I'll then I'll join him. <laughs> Probably I see. with my hands and Exactly. So I saw it, got it straight away. You like it? Give it a go. It a go. Yeah. yeah. Let me know. <laughs> I was like, George, like, this is actually working. I was like, you should give this a crack, and he gave it a go. And what what it. form are you taking it in? So. So this is another thing. I read about it and then I was walking down the street about an hour after and I saw it in a vape shop. Oh no, I was going to say, I bet it was in one of those <laughs> yeah, like dodgy but looking like, ones. Um, I don't smoke, I don't vape and I just saw it and I was like, I want to try it and this is the first time I've come across it so I'm going to get it. I bought like a vape vaporizer pen and everything. Oh yeah. I started vaping it and it was actually, it actually worked really well. And to be clear, this is THC free. free. Yeah. Not this is not cannabis in a cannabis shop. This is yeah. CBD. No. It's CBD, fully legal in in the UK. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's it's all pretty. It's all legit. And, and, and can you and and I chatting to Kirsty, your head of brand. Yes. Keeps you in line. I said I actually know a little bit about CBD, having interviewed Chanel McCoy. Yeah. His husband yes. is Tony McCoy, and he is. I mean, you think you've had a lot of. They're, they're phenomenal. Brain. I, I, I honestly mean, reckon they're the the. Best athletes in the Chockies. world. They are. Oh, the, the bravest athletes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I watched, yeah. I seen Jones, a... Jockey. Oh, I mean, my God. Geez. I saw a uh, newspaper article of, like, what he'd done. And it was, like, pretty much every bone in his body Tony. had been... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. A, a, a mm. Fair play to him. Like, yeah. the risk there is... He's mega. Phenomenal. Yeah, he's mega. Well, his wife has a business um, in the CBD space, and um, it's synthetic. And the reason it's synthetic is you can't extract... It's hard to extract mm. pure CBD mm. and not because the cannabis plant has so many properties. This mm. is my knowledge from her. It's hard to extract pure CBD and, and not have traces of THC in it. And when I was talking to Kirsty, and she said, ah, well, the way that we extract it is... So I feel like I, I, need, I need you to answer that question yeah, yeah. because yeah. I've always said, right, I really get purists and what they do. And what 4-5 does equally kind of acknowledges that challenge, right? Yeah. How do you how do you? So get we it? use we use a CBD isolate. So right. there's an extraction method without going into too much of science. CO2 extraction. We use that to strip out the other cannabinoids. Now it's ninety nine point nine 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 percent pure CBD. Now she is right in what she's saying is that there's not really many tests that can test down to a low enough level to find the other cannabinoids. So. Essentially, it is pure CBD. We're yeah. fine calling it pure CBD isolate. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we go, because of the testing aspect for athletes, we go to an extra level and we Got get it. it 
tested. We send it over to America. We get it tested by uh, a sports testing company in America, which tests down as low as you can. And we only put batches out that are THC-free, CBD only. So you've um, dealt with that challenge. And actually what fascinated me about interviewing Chanel was... You know, her talking about some of the athletes, like mm. Mike Tyndall, I know, is a massive fan of CBD mm. products. Mm. And and she listed off Matthew Vaughan. I mean, like a load mm. Of, mm. of athletes. So it is really interesting. And I remember someone saying, how can one product help mm. with sleep and depression and recovery? Mm. And uh, and I think Chanel described it was that it almost like it's attracted, it's like a magnet that's attracted to the part of you, of, of your your body or your system that's weak your body has what's called an endocannabinoid system so this is the sciencey bit no, I'm, um, impressed. I'm impressed and you have you have like Dr. Dom. you have um... george isn't saying a word he's like hey, over to you they aren't science questions yeah. you, you have like what we call cb1 and cb2 receptors so they are all over the body they're in the brain in your joints in your organs your vital organs and your body actually creates cannabinoids itself so what we're doing when we take cbd is we're just topping it up we're keeping right. it going so yeah that's that's it you get it in boost it give it a bit of a spark up fascinating mm. so you started taking it you mm. were the dummy and mm. um, george said you know let me know right, right. No, and no. you found it really effective yeah and then sort of what happened next well we just thought all right well because uh, in America, it's, it was a it was quite a big thing, especially we see like a lot of athletes taking it mm. over there in 2018. Right. It was pretty like it was just like when we go to look at the shop for CBD for us to take, it was like okay, we're not really trusting that product mm. uh, based off exactly what Chanel was saying. But then also, you know, it's quite big in America, so we just thought there's a good opportunity here where really we can come out with a very tested product that we're happy with that we can work alongside the governing bodies of our sport and keep them up to date with what we're doing because there's a huge market of people that want to take CBD you know there's probably like five five people in every club that were really interested at the time in that but just that risk reward wasn't mm. wasn't there for them we just sort of got on a Roman thought right let's create a company yeah I, I would love to tell you that we did loads of market research and we knew that the market was going to grow it was more luck than judgment wasn't it it mm. was like 100%. we had time in our hands because we were injured and we liked the product. We wanted to make something that was safe, trusted. And we were just like, let's just do it. It was mm. easy one of those things. The amount of conversations you have in the change rooms, right? Yeah. I think we, we yeah, probably yeah, all yeah, have yeah. these conversations yeah. of like, yeah. wouldn't it be awesome if you did if yeah. we did that? And then it just Build like, a house on moon. Yeah. 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 Like all yeah. these mental it's ideas. It's just like, <laughs> uh, you go on and you just don't do it. But it was the one thing that we actually actioned and did it. Yeah. So well, it's like, we had an idea, we actioned it, we did it, and then... We set up a company name on company's house like the next day and then it was like, oh, we've got to Can't do this do now. now. <laughs> this is awkward if we don't do it. How did you build that trust with other players and athletes and clubs then? Because like you say, back in yeah. 2018, not everyone was taking it. It was still quite new mm. being legal over here. Like how did you kind of get it I, out I think, there? Yeah. The biggest thing was the level of testing we, mm. we do with our product. There are cowboys on the market, and I think with our background, the fact that you know we're professional athletes whilst still uh, yeah. you know, creating that's massive, mm. yeah. And I think we used to get tested as an athlete. You probably get tested three or four times a year. The moment we set up a cannabis-based company, we got tested like ten times I a bet. year. So, <laughs> yeah. so we had to like you know we were putting ourselves online, mm. and I think with that it meant that we have to go to that level of testing and mm. that level of quality of product that we were comfortable with. And I, off the back of that. 
and having spoken and kept like a lot of the governing bodies in the loop of what we're doing, mm. they were intrigued. You know, they want stuff that can help players, which is which is less painkillers, all those sort of yeah. things. Like they are interested in that as well. So I think it was a bit of a keeping them informed was big, but also the the level of testing was. Mm. Huge and for you're us. approved by unions or authorities won't really approve people's supplements. It's more that we've gone and got our products tested by a quite legitimate well-known testing body okay and then but also like i said we kept the rfu we kept the rpa which are like the governing bodies aligned with what we we're doing and the comms were pretty high and what is the product range so talk us through what four five mm. offers so we started with a range of cbd products which are more like topicals which like your maybe a muscle rub which is menthol all 100 percent natural we've got like a, a deep heat one as well with is, cbd is that like a deep heat mm. yeah so we've got right. a, a hot and a cold one which are actually both really nice do they products. smell better than deep heat no, no <laughs> oh, i like the smell of deep yeah, heat. Yeah, oh, this, God, is, this is exactly what we're yeah. so we'll get maybe one customer and be like oh it's kind of smelly isn't it and another one will be like give oh, it to me shower me yeah oh it's like a sweaty coach on the way back from the lacrosse match yeah yeah that's exactly and then really like a year after we started looking at what else we were taking from a non-CBD point of view. So there's the rub, the topical rubs in terms of yeah. the CBD CBD, products, yeah, so. rubs. We've got tinctures and all, so mm-hmm. the oils which either drop under your tongue or spray. Uh, and they're sort of the, the probably the go-to if you're mm. looking at getting involved in. They're sort of beginner I'm, ones, aren't yeah. they, I suppose? Yeah. yeah. I love that you're these two Quite a big rug because like, there's a tincture just oh, under your tongue, a spray. It's a bit jumpy. I mean, it's not. You're like quite big guys, and you're sitting there talking about tinctures. That's awesome. Like, yes, yeah, 2022. We're trying yeah. to open up, you know. No, I think that's great. But I just, it's not what you, you yeah. know, it's just not what you would expect to hear yeah. from rugby players. Like, amazing yeah. that that it's. You know, it's having such an impact we're, we're yet that your tincture's yeah. working. We won't go as far as eye masks, but... Um, I, I mean, yes, you might do. Don't knock an eye mask. So, tinctures... Tinctures, capsules, and topicals are the three main ones. Mm. I think if you are looking to, to start, then I'd start with a, a tincture. And look, they're, they're not just for, for athletes. They are, no, they're, they're yeah. for everybody. Yeah. What are, what are they, you know, CBD is this amazing kind of capsule. And I think that's why people are so skeptical about it mm. a lot. You know, I think we're over the fact that people aren't selling cannabis in a capsule yeah. and calling it a supplement. Like, I think yeah. that's not what's happening. Yeah. But then you hear this, would it helps all these things? Yeah, there's there's too much overselling. There's there's too much sort of overhype, I think. I'm often quite critical of other companies of claiming the world. No, um, but people who are listening, Yeah. what? symptoms have they got that makes cbd i mean i remember chanel saying that the cbd market was already bigger than this vitamin c and vitamin d market combined and when i interviewed chanel only 10 percent of the uk population were using cbd versus Mm. something like 90 percent using vitamin c d it kind of blew my mind like yeah it's a big size of the market Mm. and how much research and science and you know mpds going going on from pharmaceuticals and mm. that. like it's it's huge and i yeah. i kind of can't stress that yeah it's, it's a massive market and i think coming from sports backgrounds and we kind of use cbd from a recovery point of view mm. we've got quizzes on our websites so we collect obviously companies collect data in terms of surveys and so on blown away by who and what people are using our products for and the, the top one is it, it is women and anxiety so we've got surveys and then from there it's sort of sleep and then 
category of person is people using it for recovery. But, but the, the big one is is anxiety, and that's something which you know. God, uh, if women are using it for anxiety, so should men be. And I know, yeah. Well, oh, they uh, are. It's, yeah, they it's are. Just, it's just, it was just like the top sure, sure. category. I think, of I think person. there might, might yeah. be men just can't be bothered to do the quiz on their website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. what we know about yeah. things, stuff like that, that's yeah. probably very true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so but also, that's off the buck, like two years of COVID, right? Mm. Where it's like plus spiked massively. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, you do see that. So you did that, and then you've launched other things though that aren't CBD yeah. since then. Yeah. So what are they, and when did you launch those? So we we kind of looked at what we were taking throughout our careers, as in from a supplement perspective, vitamins essentially. Mm-hmm. So we asked our formulator and doctor just to ha- like have a look at these. Is there anything we can do better? And we haven't reinvented the wheel. Like we've gone with the at the minute a pretty basic range of vitamin C's, D's, omega fish oils, biotic. But it's actually quite shocking what is in many vitamins on a supermarket shelf or mm. a pharmacy shelf. Mm. Like the ingredients, the one that really sort of hit home for me and really sort of made me want to develop this range is like, they use chalk in so many oh, supplements, wow. like actual like chalk. I can believe I can that because they've that got too. that like yeah. crumbly yeah. sort yeah. of dry it's like, it's, quality. It's calcium carbonate, whereas... You know, and that's like passes through. It doesn't. Yeah. It's, it's there just to tick. You've got calcium in your thing, and it's like say you got hundred percent of the NRV. Uh, it's the daily recommended um, dosage, basically, okay, to get a better health benefit. So calcium ascorbate is something which is obviously it's a bit more expensive, mm. but it can get absorbed, and it like that. That's the big difference. Where you look at a load of things that are just done for marketing, and you look at ninety percent of the. The products on a retail shelf. It's all those sort of things well, just for marketing. The bare minimum of every ingredient yeah, just yeah, to say it's in like there. Rather than like what's absorbable, what actually will make a difference. And I think our, our nutritionist always says like the, the most expensive supplement you'll get is the one you don't absorb. So we've got CBD products, your tinctures, your vitamins, mm. and then the hydration tablets come next. Yeah, so we've got a, a range of new product development coming out. It's all geared at wellness really. And hydration is a big one which... So many people are dehydrated and it's like the average person will get up, have a coffee or a tea, which is a diuretic, which will make you wee more. You'll then maybe go to the gym and you'll be, you know, you will be dehydrated. You won't get the maximum out of your gym session. You will go, or you might go to a business meeting. And So if you were, if you exercise, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm someone who always told that my skin's really dehydrated yeah. and I'm terrible at drinking water, trying to be better. Yeah. Are you saying that your work is less effective if you've been Oh, hundred percent. Loads that? of studies. Yeah. Why yeah. is that? Because your muscles have less water in, and they just don't perform optimally. It's, it's kind of like if you're one or two percent dehydrated, then your concentration can be up to like thirty percent off. Like those sort of things, as well as you know your recovery time, all those sort of bits. But a lot of people focus on nutrition and be like, okay, if I'm going to go do a big run, then I need a you know I probably eat lots of pasta or whatever it yeah. is, like the basic side of that. Like a lot of people don't focus on on uh, hydration. So as an athlete, we would go in every morning. Part of like your, your daily thing is you're a bit crude. You'd pee into a small little cup. You'd pour it on this like machine that measures how hydrated you are. And if you're dehydrated to a point where it will come up with a number and it will got flash, then you are pulled from training because your oh, risk wow. of injury is so high. So for us, like creating a product where and trying to educate people wow. that if you are dehydrated, and it, there'll be a pee chart, and really if your pee is like sort of orange and you look at it in the morning, the, you're a lot less effective in terms of actually in right. your gym session or in your business meeting or whatever you're in. 
Uh, this is true. This is really true. I mean, take your hydration tablets yeah. the last couple of weeks. My skin has been so much better. True story. True story. Yeah. This is not an ad. So when I was in Mexico on holiday this summer and workout is my thing, yeah. and they had hydration tablets yeah. in the gym we went in, and the guy there was like, basically said they're really good to take. I read on the back, and I thought, okay. And I took them the whole 10 days we were there, and... I felt like they were doing something. It's like, it's hard to do a fair test, isn't it? But I thought I must get some of those when I go back to the UK. Never really seen them here. Mm. And then four or five come along Mm. and now they're back in my life. Genuinely, genuinely, you kind of sent some in. I think they're great. I was going to say to my husband, I think someone in our team said they're good before a night out. But Mm. I mean, just if you don't drink enough water, just that that in itself, like take hydration tablets, right? How do they work? They've got a, about, there's like four key salts on electrolytes. Mm. So it's like electrolytes, like if you've, if you've had the shits. Yeah, uh, it's, it's exactly the same. Yeah. You take electrolytes, yeah. don't you, and rebalances. Yeah, like when you go out and you have a hangover, mm. the, the hangover, because beer is a, a diuretic, you wee more and you take up the salts and you don't, you don't hold water. So having like a diuretic or, it basically diuretic, puts salts and electrolytes in your muscles, in your body. So that when you take on water, it holds it better right. rather than just... The, as a base level, people should be drinking. I think you should wake up and have a pint of water immediately mm. at the beginning I of the day. I do actually anyway. now. Mm. I've trained myself to the minute I get up. Yeah. And, and we like that's installed in us. Morning. Yeah, that's installed with us mm. because if we didn't do that and we turned up to training and our wee was a, uh, off, like, you know, dehydrated, then we wouldn't be able to train. And that so did you take electrolytes Yeah, yeah. 100%, your yeah. yeah. And now you've come out with this these hydration tablets? Yeah, well, yeah. it's kind of back to our thing where we looked at the products we were taking mm. when we played because our whole range, everything we try, is 100% natural, mm. all our products. Like, no artificial flavouring, mm-hmm. like, no nasty. It tastes good, though. I like it. It does yeah. taste mm-hmm. nice, doesn't it? It's yeah, like black... Yeah. Is it black currant? Yeah, black yeah. It's yeah. nicer than black currant. it's also... It's like... I don't know if you've ever had any other... Hydration tablets. I have. Well, the ones in Mexico. They tend to leave like a little layer sediment. of sediment in the bottom and then like bubbles around the mm. lid. That's something that we really Like didn't Barocca want. does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So we've kind of worked hard on that one. It took mm. us a year or so to get it right to make it like nice, clean, nice tasting. And you can have, I was reading on the back the other day because I had two and I thought, ooh, is that what I overdosed on <laughs> hydration <laughs> tablets? Um, it says you have up to four a day. You, that excessive? Like, no, no, not at all. Just, and does it do anything? Does it do anything negative if you have too much? I mean, you just want, you just want to watch how much salt you're taking in a day. Like it's quite a simple proposition, a hydration tablet. But if you are sweating or if you have been drinking the night before or you know you're dehydrated, the quickest and best way is to have salts and electrolytes, and that's all it is. It's just giving you an option to to absorb water quicker and and hold it for longer. Okay. Four or five hydration tablets are not, they're not, it's not like an Alka Seltzer. It's not like that salty, you know, like when you have a Diorolite and it's, I like down it, down it, down it. Yours don't taste like that. They taste like a vitamin C effervescent tablet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're they're, they're clean. And like Dom said, we're like a lot of them will have artificial sweeteners. We've gone for natural sweeteners. Mm. And a lot of that sediment at the bottom might be your calcium carbonate, that chalk stuff we talked about earlier, but. Amazing. Well, big fan, Heather, you need to get them in. I was going to say, I need to, need to do some more exercise first, I think. To... Oh, but, yeah. but the whole thing is, they're not just people. No, yeah, like I, I, if I've got a, a big meeting or something where I know I need to be pretty on point yeah. for, or if I've you know been out the night before and it just, I'll get home, bang one of them quickly and it kind of yeah. takes the sting That's off the hangover. They've rammed the B vitamins as well, which yeah. 
Notchy. Oh yeah, I'm always told you need to take more of those. Yeah. So is that the range? It's at the moment, yeah, and we've got a few more just coming out shortly, so we'll keep you updated on them. And is it going really well? It's going surprisingly well. Um, <laughs> it's like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> <here. laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, we're honest. Well, that's why you're Kirsty. Yeah, yeah. No, we've we got yeah, somebody we, to yeah. see. We are there. sometimes brutally honest, uh, yeah. which probably comes from being a sportsman, because you have to mm. be. Yeah. But we... <laughs> We've made a lot of mistakes and we mm. continue to do it. But I think what we've we've started to learn just by talking to more experienced businessmen is everyone is faking it and going and making mistakes. But one yeah. thing that we do is we just keep going. It's kind of instilled in us. You just keep going till we get it right. And we're, things are starting to come good now, which is great. Slowly, so slowly, less mistakes. But Yeah, yeah. We're you, don't learn, you don't learn if you don't make mistakes. Yes. Yeah, exactly. mm. um, can we just touch on Foxy? Yes. Mm. So you work with him. How mm. did that all come about? Lots of yeah. listeners will know him from yeah, yeah. SAS, Who Dares Wins. Yeah, lo- lovely guy. Um, we actually we actually did a spa day the other day with some eye masks. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. So you belong in a spa dressing gown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lovely guy, likes his rugby, known each other for a good few years now. And um, we've got a wide range of investors and he's part of the, the company, but also... You know, leads on an, on an ambassador front as well. But I think that's really interesting, and it's a good person to have because I suppose people also think, like sport, the military, mm. you're going to get drugs tested here, and there, and everywhere, yeah. and you don't know when it's going to happen. So again, it's yeah. interesting that yeah, CBD going down that military route as well. I'm mm. sure that can help with all sorts of pressures and injuries yeah. that way as and well. His, his, it's always actually interesting. I'm going to yeah. let George tell us one because he was involved in it. How we got into four or five. He's a guy who's very in touch with sort of his uh, mental health side. He's uh, obviously been through a lot being a, a serving member of the forces. I think we just reached out and gave him some CBD. I mean, there's not a heap, a big story behind it, but, you know, he got real good benefits off the back of it. He gets it. He likes it. Yeah, he gets it. He likes he's it. Invested. He's invested. into it, yeah. But he's interesting for us because he is like a macho guy, but mm. also he's, he's very in tune, like I said, with his, his mental health side. And I think it's important to share those sort of messages clearly. Mm. But coming from maybe quite manly backgrounds, you know, it's, it's nice to have someone like that who can, who can open up as well. Mm. It's amazing to hear your story. It's great to meet. Um, really fun to chat. For people listening yeah. who are interested in 4.5, where can they get it? They can get it online at 4.5.com. 4.5.com. We're available in Boots, Tesco. Well, we're going to Holland and Barrett in a couple of weeks. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Yeah. Which is we a big one. That's, but that's awesome. huge news for a CBD brand or a yeah. Yeah. wellness brand. And for us, it's, it's um, number one, right? It's, it's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's awesome. So really and they've been, along with Boots and Tesco's, they've yeah. been really good with us in terms of we are growing, we are learning, uh, and they've been really good in terms of pointing us in the right directions and sort of making sure that we all get the most out of the relationship. So. Mm. Kudos to them. Amazing. Kudos to you. It sounds like the future is bright. The future needs full five in it. And Heather, you need to get some hydration no. tablets. Yes, we've got some of the bags. Yes, so, yeah. 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 Um, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Fascinating to chat. And thanks, Heather. That's it for today. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends to listen to. And we'll be back soon. Thanks very much. Thanks for having Thanks. us. It's a wrap. It's a wrap.